It is the radio segment that gets all of Pete Davidson's sloppy seconds. Laser stories. <laughs> the segment where we read weird news stories from around the globe, just like every other radio show does, except we have a laser. And those other idiots don't. This first laser story is out of Lanesboro, Minnesota. There's a 20-year-old guy named Benjamin Gear, and last Wednesday, his 2019 Nissan Altima was impounded, and he couldn't get it back until he paid the $300 towing bill. It sucks, too. Yeah. But Ben had no intention of paying, so he went to the auto shop where it was being stored to get it back. He just needed a way to bust through the fence to get it out. That's all he needed. Mm-hmm. Okay. And his answer was a 2012 Porsche Carrera that was parked right by his car in the lot that was unlocked with the what? keys inside. Okay, <gasps> that's tempting, and I've never even stolen Wait, a car. So yeah. he's stealing the car or is he using it to open the gate? He's well, using it as a battering ram. Okay. Oh, I was going to yeah. steal yeah. it. Sorry. <laughs> So he used it as a battering ram to try to make a hole in the fence, and then he got out, abandoned the Porsche, and then drove his Nissan safely through the hole. Wait, well, good. Dude, no scratches on the <laughs> Nissan, man. That's what's important. Yeah. You ruined the expensive foreign car to get your crappy little... The anyway. Altima is safe, though. <laughs> it's not clear how he thought this was going to turn out for him because the cops used his license plate to quickly track him down, right. and they arrested him on multiple charges. Yeah. Uh-huh. This next laser story is out of Paradise, California. There's a couple from Paradise who lost their home in the 2018 in a 2018 campfire. Oh, so sad. It was the most destructive wildfire in California history, and it was caused by a faulty power line. Mm-hmm. The utility company, PG&E, was found responsible for the fire, so currently they're paying out their victims' claims. Wow, okay. This particular couple says in the destruction, the fire claimed their prized 500-pound emerald. That they had. What? Did you say 500, like they just sitting in their living room, they had a 500 pound emerald. I guess. Oh my God. Or worth, that was like her engagement ring and she could never pick her hand up. It's worth $280 million. What? A million? Okay. Oh my God. Wouldn't a gemstone survive a fire? I don't know. It's yeah, a hot they, fire. Aren't they made in fire? I don't know much about emeralds. Uh, on top of that, they also submitted four other separate claims for $4.5 million each. Oh my Each? God! Yep. Wait a minute, this is getting sketchy. <laughs> he was already no sketchy at the 500-pound yeah. emerald. <laughs> now I'm on to yeah. him. <laughs> so naturally, PG&E's lawyers are a little skeptical about this giant emerald. Yeah. And say it's quote suspicious. So now they're going to court to demand proof that the couple really did own a $280 million gemstone. Right, and you didn't have your own insurance on it. Right. Yeah. Also, our house was made of solid gold, but it melted. It was. Yeah. It was. We had a toilet of diamonds. And we paid $4 trillion for it in Paradise, California. But the lawyers for the victims are pushing back. They say, quote, asking these fire victims to produce financial backup and evidence for their claims is unduly burdensome and cruel and should not be permitted. In other words, we don't have proof because we're lying. We had a 500 pound emerald. (laughs) Why wouldn't you just go with like a diamond necklace you never had or something? (laughs) Like, don't be so greedy, man. I know. By the way, if the couple really did have a 500 pound emerald that was worth $280 million, it would be one of the largest and most expensive stones in the entire world. Right? Yeah. Museum? People would probably know they had it. Nope, in my house, okay? <laughs> this next laser story is out of the happiest place on the internet. There's been a ton of chaos and corruption in the news lately. So, the other week, it was amazing to have the release of Disney+. Plus. Yeah, yeah just... I've heard nothing but good things. Me too, the... and I haven't committed yet, mm. me too. <laughs> the brand new streaming service that provides wholesome, family-friendly Disney-owned content to viewers around the world. Well, it turns out Disney+, Plus has already been corrupted. What? What? Yep, didn't take long. (laughs) Because within hours of the Disney Plus launch, hackers started logging into users' accounts. 
Oh. They're removing all of the original users' devices, changing their passwords and usernames, and then putting their accounts up for sale on the dark web. <laughs> I like how Disney's even for sale on the dark web now. I have a buddy who only buys the subscription services. Like, he'll buy them for, like, two bucks yeah. online. And, like, sometimes they'll work for a while. Sometimes they'll get cut off in a week. You just never know. You know. <laughs> Some accounts were priced as low as $3, while others went for 11 bucks. Disney Plus costs $6.99 a month, so it's not clear why shady people are willing to buy these accounts. But That's what I was thinking. Like, because yeah. people are cheap, you guys. I know, it's but cheap, I mean, and saving $3 matters. And I think I mean, some people just feel like they they're, they like to break the law, too. Just yeah. like, I got this for $3 instead of 11 because yeah. I, I use the dark web. Yeah, broke Makes the them system. feel cool. <laughs> um, we're assuming most of them were prepaid for at least a year, or maybe the buyers are from countries that don't have access to Disney Plus, and that's why they're buying them on the dark web. Mm. Whatever the reason, they don't know exactly how many people have been hacked, but it's at least in the hundreds and probably in the thousands. Disney hasn't commented yet on the hacking scandal. Oh, man. This next laser story is out of Thanksgiving headquarters. Mm. If you're worried that hosting Thanksgiving dinner might break the break the bank this year, mm -hmm. you're in luck. An adult website called Cam Soda is offering to cover the cost of your entire Thanksgiving dinner That's if nice. you live stream the whole thing online so their users can watch. Okay, but did you say an adult website? Like, yes. What do they want to have happen? So like, like a webcam? They're, lo but... they're looking for a turkey ham. Well, <laughs> apparently there are enough Thanksgiving fetishists out there to make it worth their while. Wait, so do you if have If there's to, like, anything anything that what? you can think of in your mind and be like, that couldn't possibly be a fetish, Google it. It will be a fetish. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I will say, stuffing that turkey could get pretty erotic. I mean, I will say, though, food, I love it that much. If you look up the hashtag food porn on Instagram, there's yeah. tons of great pictures of but food. Well, what's the catch? Do you have to, like, sit with your family naked around the dinner table or something? That's disgusting. They'll pay you up to $250 <laughs> to cover your entire meal. All you have to do is set up a camera at your dinner table and just live stream it. Oh, yeah. Really? Nothing R-rated or even PG-13 needs to happen either. Oh. No nudity required. You just have to eat with the knowledge that a bunch of pervy people are watching you, probably pantless. That's it. <laughs> do you tell grandma that that's what's happening at the dinner table? Or no. do you just keep no, that one to yourself? No, because grandma's a freak and she might take it too far. Yeah, yeah. she does take her clothes yeah, off. Yeah, she's like, ooh, okay. <laughs> For legal reasons, everybody at your dinner table has to be over 18, so this might be more popular with Friendsgiving crowds. Uh, and if you're interested, you can sign up at Cam Soda's very not safe for work website or send an email to thanksgivingcams at camsoda.com. I'm just okay. imagining one of the kids just is playing and runs into the video and they're like, oh, this is gross. Yeah. I'm all their kids on it now. <laughs> this next laser story is out of Kenya. Locals in the town of Muranga are dealing with a bizarre crime wave over the last few weeks. Apparently, burglars allegedly are breaking into homes and only stealing underwear. Uh, there's gross. all sorts of weird panty yeah, people out weirdos. there. Yeah, they're later being recovered out in the bushes in horrible condition. <laughs> like ta taking a pair of scissors to him or something? Like <laughs> the local police chief has opened investigations to establish the motive, saying, quote, we're wondering why anyone would only steal panties and bras while leaving money and valuable household items untouched. Yep. No one's stealing my underwear, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> if they are, they're giving it back quickly. Yeah. <laughs> One panty raid victim named Millie said that she has been going on at her, it's been going on at her home for months. She frequently has underwear vanished from her clothesline, and she'll find them days later in complete tatters. Ain't nobody got time for that. 
She's, the so they don't go very far. No. She says, quote, in total, they've stolen about 30 of my underwear. Dang! Wow, that's expensive. Yeah. That up. And it's caused distress in my family because we don't know the intention of the thieves. I mean, but r- for real, that is creepier than someone coming in and stealing your TV. Oh, for yeah, sure. Totally. Yeah, totally. Because at least you know with the TV, they either want to watch it or they want to sell it. Sell it. Yeah, it's value. Well, with the don't... underwear, you have no idea what they're doing. And they keep coming back. Last Why year, did they ditch it instead of keeping it? I don't uh, so many questions. <laughs> Last year, a thief was caught in a nearby village who said he'd been hypnotized by a witch doctor to steal women's underwear. Oh, well, that makes sense now. Okay, I didn't yeah. understand it at first, but well, yeah. now I get it. Along with other paraphernalia, <laughs> panties are sometimes used by witch doctors to solve customers' marital pro- marital pro- marital problems. <laughs> uh, but so far, they can't make a direct connection between any specific witch doctor and the tampered undies. Huh. Really? I okay. see oh. so many questions. I, ho- I hope they find who's doing this so we can get an update. Yeah, just so like an honest answer. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of somebody who never has their underwear stolen because they don't ever wear underwear. Yeah. Uh, they're a turtle. That's the sound of a turtle humping a shoe. And that means that Laser Stories has come to an end for the day. Don't worry, though. We'll do it again same time on Monday.